Hey pals, this is Sean. I'm here with Shahnan. Hey everyone, and we welcome you to Sisters Sorry. If you're new here, we give you enthralling reviews of famous shows, movies, and TV series in exciting episodes. So hop on to this train ride and keep listening to us. In the second episode of this season, we reviewed Godzilla King of the Monsters and promised you a review of Godzilla vs Kong. And now that it's out, here we are. We're also going to give you some interesting facts about Godzilla and Kong to spice things up. So don't forget to listen till the end. Godzilla vs Kong released digitally on the 31st of March and in theaters before that. It is a crossover between Godzilla and Kong which has only happened once before in 1962. So this was a much awaited watch for any fan of the monsterverse. Now, if you heard our review of Godzilla King of the Monsters, you know that the biggest problem with it was the weak narrative. This time I thought they must have done something to make up for their past mistakes. But other than slaughtering the storyline, all they did was to make it worse. The digesis has really nothing to offer this time. The CGI and action sequence are good, but not enough to salvage the entire movie. Human actors have no job throughout the movie. All they do is add to the screen time by boring us with small talk and the occasional bombarding of buildings. A lot of the actors have absolutely useless roles. They try to build these interesting sub-stories, but they all end in terrible disappointment. The actors from the previous movies have just been pushed in for a few scenes just to trick the audiences into thinking they actually have any significance. To me, it seems like everyone involved was out to make a quick buck by building on the success of the previous hits. There is absolutely no character development. I honestly was so hyped for this movie, but I am utterly discontent. Before I watched the movie, Shahnan said to me that she already knew what the end was. I asked her what she thought it was. and she replied that since both kong and godzilla are heroes of their respective movies none of them will lose in the end instead the movie writers must have whipped up some cheesy explanation as to why godzilla was acting bad she went on further to say that after a series of fights against each other godzilla and kong must have united in the end to bash a common enemy presumably some other titan and then they would go their separate ways at the time i thought that that was such poppycock i thought if the storyline was gonna be so tangible why would they even try to make a movie out of it then i saw the film and other than a few new details it roughly had the same narrative After waiting for months for Godzilla vs Kong, it turned out to be a giant gorilla and chameleon destroying colorful cities. Nothing more and nothing less. Now before I say any further, let's give Shahnan a chance to tell me I told you so. Go ahead Shahnan. I told you so, Sean. Now that definitely felt good. As you said, I was right this time. 
because I have seen a pattern and any sane person can as well. I had mentioned this in our Godzilla King of the Monsters episode that all they can show is this. The world being under threat by some monster that the humans can't manage and just when all hope is lost arises from deep within the savior of all another monster this time they had tried to shoot for something different but ultimately couldn't free themselves from the shackles of the regular paradigm i might have actually compromised with that but the plot holes can make anyone cuckoo bananas there are just too many of them for instance it's just mentioned in a single line that skull island was hit by a storm and its people were killed leaving behind a single child they don't even bother to tell us how all of that happened how did they capture kong and put him in an artificial facility it's not ever revealed why monarch wasn't heavenly involved in such a catastrophe what i also don't understand is why mark russell had just three scenes even though the last movie revolved around him another major plot hole is the fact that none of the titans that we saw in godzilla king of the monsters appeared in godzilla versus kong they could have easily helped godzilla in annihilating kong and it would have been interesting to get to see more of them but why godzilla didn't reach out to them is off the top of my head the list of such plot holes goes on all of these issues stem from a weak screenplay the plot just doesn't connect the way it should throughout the whole movie godzilla versus kong i guess would entertain you more if it was thought of as a standalone movie but if you're a stan of the monster verse the way i am then this is absolute trouble compared to the 1962 version which actually had a way better storyline and ending if you haven't seen it like many of us its plotline goes like this kong rises to defeat a giant octopus and then goes to sleep due to drinking some blueberry juice then due to a hit with an american submarine godzilla awakens and after a really interesting showdown with kong godzilla actually loses while kong wins it is also a nice change to see godzilla as the antagonist throughout the movie the cgi aren't great but it was made in 1962 so got to give him some credit The rest of the story does help in building the movie and giving us an enjoyable hour. Godzilla vs Kong was supposed to be an epic crossover. It was supposed to create history. Instead, it came out as a nice try. I do agree with you, Shahnan, but I think there is another problem with the movie, which is its continuity error. In all the MonsterVerse movies we've seen in the past, there has always been some sort of cliffhanger at the end, leading us to the next film. But this one just ended with a happy ever after, with Kong and Godzilla both going their separate ways. So, what happens next? Should we be hopeful of seeing another crossover or not? 
there are a lot of unanswered questions which have been left to the audience's own thinking all in all you could give godzilla versus kong a shot if you're big on high quality vfx but if a good story is your jam then this is not the flick for you now it's time for some interesting facts about the monster verse that we've all been waiting for so here we go First off, did you know that in the original 1954 movie, Godzilla's epic roar was produced by rubbing a pine tar coated glove over a double bass string? You really have to commend the sound producers for thinking so far out. Secondly, Godzilla was originally supposed to look like an octopus, but the producers decided to give him a dinosaur-like shape instead. Thank heavens, they knew better. Next off, King Kong was the first ever movie to be re-released in cinemas. Owing to its huge success, the producers decided to re-release it thrice and earned a fortune. Good thinking, isn't it? Lastly, King Kong's growl was created by mixing lion and tiger roars and editing them with a few other things in the original movie. Now that's some out of the box thinking. So there you have it, the complete review of Godzilla vs Kong with a few spicy facts. We'll soon be back with another review, but until we do, make sure to listen to our previous episodes. You can listen to us on Pandora, Apple, Google, Spotify or on the platform of your choosing. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because it is the best way to let us know what you think. You can now connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at @sistersorray. Hope you stay cool until we come back. Now me and Shahnan are signing off. See you soon.